This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction, sorcerer of death's construction. These lyrics are excerpted from the 1970 song War Pigs by Black Sabbath. The UK act fronted by Ozzy Osbourne, a soaring vocalist and shock performance artist akin to a TV-14 Gigi Allen, was arguably the most groundbreaking band in heavy metal, incorporating imagery associated with witchcraft, the occult, and even Satanism into their lyrics and aesthetic. Sabbath sparked a hellfire of controversy about what critics called devil music. The band's actual messaging was often stridently leftist. Another verse in War Pigs reads, Politicians hide themselves away. They only started the war. Why should they go out to fight? They leave that role to the poor. So one might infer the media's focus on devilry was a politically convenient way to shield youths from the unwelcome ideology of anti-imperialism. But their many controversies only amplified their already amplified music, and Black Sabbath would influence genre stalwarts like Iron Maiden, Guns N' Roses, and Metallica, whose founder James Hetfield once said, quote, Sabbath got me started on all that evil-sounding shit, end quote. And as with all music once deemed too dangerous, from the Baroque compositions of J.S. Bach to the big band swing of the Duke Ellington Orchestra, as its fans aged and settled down, heavy metal eventually became accessible, sanitized, and even quaint. Ozzy Osbourne morphed into the doddering centerpiece of an MTV reality show based around his domestic life. Metallica cut their hair, shopped at Armani, and testified before Congress to decry the difficulty of monetizing downloadable music. And in 2011 in Portland, Oregon, the city that spawned esteemed metal bands like Agaloc, Red Fang, and Toxic Holocaust. <laughs> Avid metalheads Mikey McKennedy and Matt Jacobson used the once taboo genre as the theming for a restaurant built around their other passion, pizza. Admitted novices to the kitchen, in an interview with the Oregonian, Jacobson conceded, quote, I've never made pizza before in my life. The duo ably summoned a kitchen staff to execute their vision of a Rip City slice and salad joint. Powered by loaded pizzas with metal-influenced names like Napalm Breath and Buffalo 666, they parlayed their first location, located in an area once colorfully dubbed Heroin Alley, into their current tally of eight restaurants across Greater Portland. And though an attempt to establish outposts in the pizza elitist enclave of Brooklyn failed, they have successfully expanded to Eugene, Reno, and Seattle. Home... 
home of the decidedly unmetal Niles and Fraser Crane. As for McKennedy and Jacobson's philosophy, it can be found in the company's slogan, which could be a Weird Al take on Sabbath. Death to false pizza. This week on Doughboys, Sizzle Pie. Welcome to Doughboys. How you doing out there, Portland? Thank you for cheering at that, buying me some time to unlock my laptop. Someone threw this up on stage, and I'm not sure, I, I, I assume people haven't seen what it is. It looks like a children's drawing of, I mean, it's a Dracula. We got a Dracula here. He's holding a flag that says Burger Boy. Someone wrote their name, I guess, across it, Lucille. They drew another bat here and then wrote Nick Weiger, and he's on a boat? I don't know what's going on. I don't know why Dracula's... Why is Dracula on a boat? It's, it's you. This is me, okay. My, do- my daughter is four. Your, your daughter is four? And she, she colored this? Well, this is lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you to Lucille. The flip side, Lucille did a lovely job of, of coloring this mermaid here, this mermaid creature with a bunch of techni- uh, tentacles, and uh, underneath is scrawled, You Song, He Did Nothing Wrong. So, <laughs> shout out to our producer, You Song, for that. Uh, guys, we have a wonderful, wonderful show ahead of you. Uh, and uh, before we go any further, this week's roast is courtesy of Thomas S. Let me introduce my co host. The mayor of Rip City, Rip being the sound it makes anytime he tries on a new pair of pants. <laughs> Give it up for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell! Thomas S. Thomas what, you coward? (laughs) Uh, You guys missed Nick nervously asking how to pronounce metal band's names backstage. How do you you say this band's name? I was like, I don't know. I asked a half dozen people. No one knew. Did I say it right? Agaloc? I did say it right. Okay. Wow. I should have doubted myself. Rock on, dude. <laughs> Your dry breakdown of uh, heavy metal lyrics was great. Hey, you know. Another it's... nail in the coffin of heavy metal. <laughs> With this episode releases and metal is just like, well, close up shop, boys. That's it. Had a nice run. Counterculture for a while, but no, it's, it's over. Um, Mitch, Why are you so confused by Dracula on a boat? Hotel Transylvania 3 takes place on a cruise ship. It makes sense. Mm. I should have seen it. You probably saw it because it's a Sandler movie. And you're oh, a huge yeah, Sandler baby. I should have, I've never seen any of the Hotel Transylvania series. I will say that there was, a, there was a billboard for Hotel Transylvania. I think it was for three. It might have been for two. And the mummy is being like unraveled. And then you see like his exposed butt. That sounds funny. It's, I mean, it's funny, 
But it's also like, what is like, like, what is this movie? Are you gonna like the mummy's gonna get? Like, I don't think like to think of what's underneath the mummy. You know, like the, the layers of bandages. How long were you standing there staring at this sign? <laughs> Look, the bus stop where I was waiting had the billboard there, and I was there for a period of weeks, so I studied it quite a bit. And I tried to figure out what was going on. It had a tagline associated with it, too. I can't recall the tagline off the top of my head. Uh, but it's all I know of those movies. I really should check them out. Here's the thing. Yeah. Por- Portland is the place where a, a, a year ago, when was it, two years ago, that we got the, the Uber driver from Transylvania. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember? That's right. The Dracula Defender. The Dracula Defender. He's a straight-up Dracula stan. He, wa- he, 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 wa- he was like, I don't know if people know, he was like, we were like, Dracula, like, oh, did, like, do you see any, like, bats or anything like that in Transylvania? He was like, Dracula's not that bad. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> he, was, he, he was being nice to Dracula. There's a reason he says bleh. You know, it's like, there's a, there's a reason he does that. Like, All right, man, calm down. <laughs> he was very pro... Yeah, he was pro, uh, pro Vlad the Impaler. He like, was, yeah. He said that Vlad got a bad rap. This is true. 100% true. It's a weird town you guys have here. Let's not, let's not put it all, like, let's not say all of Portland we're going to judge by this one Dracula fan Uber driver. I think it's not representative of the entire city. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of Dracula fans <laughs> in the audience tonight. <laughs> See? Here's what oh, I want to... Yeah. Well, what? What do you want to say? I want to know about the Hotel Transylvania cruise ship oh thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just rent it tonight when you go home, which you were going to go home at about 1030. Yeah. Is the I don't have time to watch a movie before I hit the hay. Oh. Um, I watch it on the plane tomorrow. The because Draculas can't go out at, at during the day. Yeah. And when I think of a cruise ship, I mean obviously there's a day night cycle in reality. That's the joke of this. What's going on here? No, but what is he doing? How is he out on a boat? How is he out on the, the deck of a ship? Monsters party at night. That's what I'm wondering about. Monsters party at night. I know this. I'm a monster. Shout out to the monster squad out there. Oh, and also, to Spoon Nation. Let's play it. Let's play it. Let's play a drop for everybody. I'd love to be stuck in a tropical island and there's lagoons and there's treasure. And the dolphins were like attracted to me. The dolphins wanted to have sex with me. Oh, look, this dolphin is like liking me and it's swimming by me. Then there was like six dolphins around me. They were pulling me under, kind of. I was abused by those dolphins. More and more dolphins started coming. I have a weird dolphin fetish now after all those years. That was uh, that was one of the Drop Kings, Robert Persinger from Seattle. He's here, I think. Are you here, Persinger? We're gonna kick your ass after this. <laughs> yeah, fuck you for making so much free content for us. <laughs> the consistent source of some of the few laughs on this awful podcast. <laughs> fuck you. Um, Mitch, we, uh, we, uh, we went to a, 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 we had a nice little dinner date last night, we the two did. of us. We went over to a restaurant here called Tasty and Alder. Do we know this place? Okay, some enthusiasm for Tasty and Alder. Nice spot. Our doorman told us not to go. It was weird. Our doorman. Yeah, that's Jesus a- Christ. <laughs>
Our doorman back in L.A. told us not to go. I have a doorman that sits outside Palmerston. Um, he told he told us that it was kind of overhyped. The guy at the hotel who was uh, working in the lobby, he yeah. was he was not pro Tasty and Alder, but we did get some people who were in favor of it. So we we're like, well, we'll take a we'll take a gamble on this place. Walked over to it. I thought we had a lovely meal. Um, you were wearing your Celtics. Uh, you were wearing the exact, <laughs> I was wearing same, the exact same outfit. <laughs> hey, did you take your clothes off at any point between yes. last night and today? <laughs> Just sleeping that changed, in your shoes. I changed under. I changed the big three. Socks, underwear, and undershirt. I changed all three of them. Right? Right? <laughs> they can back you up? They get it. I, I get what you're saying about big three. It's hard to argue with that's probably the big three. Un- underwear, undergarments, if you classify that all yeah. as one thing. Socks and, uh, and undershirt. I get what you're saying. Yes. Yes, but you're wearing the same thing. Uh, yes. There was a little white spot here that I cleaned off. Hold on a second. <laughs> I had spilled food on myself, and I used, I used like toilet paper to clean it off, and then it just turned into a white blob. And so it did look like I had been masturbating. And I didn't care until last night. I said, for the show, I'm going to wipe off this thing that looks like a semen's thing. <laughs> for you guys, for Portland. Mitch, our, our listeners can't see this, but everyone here saw that you made a pretty tightly clenched fist when you were doing that masturbation jo- gesture. Did I? Did I even do? Did I? Did I do that? You I did, gestured. Yeah. You weren't aware. What? It was subconscious. That was a subconscious. That was insane. <laughs> Anytime oh your hands are idle for like twenty minutes, they just start doing that naturally. My fist is usually like if you're holding onto a straw and you don't want liquid to go through it. <laughs> but a couple from Boston noticed your sweatshirt. They didn't yes. focus on the white stain. They just focused that you were that they saw you had a you were a Celtics fan. We had a lovely conversation with them. We talked to this couple for like an hour. I think they were swingers. I it swear seemed- to God. It seemed very much like a swinger thing. Yeah. Like it's some. I was just waiting for the guy to just be like, Is "This guy gonna fuck my wife or what?" Because <laughs> she was talking to you and I was talking to the husband. Yeah. Yes. For forty five. For like forty five minutes. Yeah. Just intense conversation. I felt so bad for the husband. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like we're in my aunt's house in this this setup here these chairs are very strange uh, we've got these chairs that they, that have a, a very distinct print on them and then we've got one in the middle for our guest who's going to come out here in a second uh, yeah it's, it's eclectic it's an eclectic stage picture we had a nice fern behind you what's I, that there's a fir- like behind you oh yeah no what plant. the fuck are people cheering for that thing <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's nice. I don't like that there's something more charismatic than me out here. <laughs> People are going to be asking autographs for it at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, we got a, a few things we got there. Beyond the, this, this lengthy conversations, the two of us sat down. Uh, we got the chips and dip, which we I did. thought was really Here's the thing. That, this was your we, observation. Yeah. So this was like a plussed up... Uh, 
plussed up potato chip with a sour cream and onion dip. Sour cream and onion dip, an underrated dip. It is. You don't see it. You don't see a plussed up version of it very often. It, it, never. Was, a, it was nice to see that uh, on a menu. Not on board with us, but it's true. It's a good dip. It's a good dip. <laughs> People like the plant more. <laughs> No one, no one here likes sour cream and onion dip? So-so. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting thing to have on the menu. And we got a steak and a salmon. Uh, the, the cedar plank salmon with a little salsa verde, which is cedar plank mm-hmm. salmon. If you, some people might say, like, oh, that's kind of the thing I've seen on menus for a while. But this was a really nice execution of it. The salsa verde, I thought, gave, gave it uh, some, some great flavor. Here's what here's a, was a standard option a menu item that I was surprised by. The grilled broccolini, yeah. which, as we've mentioned, a lot of times you get broccolini on a menu, it's like the same everywhere. It's just yeah. like the same sort of like maybe lightly dusted with some Parmesan. It's got a little bit of a, of lemon on there, maybe a little bit of olive oil. This one had like a nice like a, a manchego cheese, and it had like a little a, a tomato sauce to it. It was, it, was a, it, was, it was excellent. It was very good. We went back, and we told the doorman, he's like, where'd you end up going? We were like, we went to Tasty and Alder, and he was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, mad at us. He specifically told us, like, like oh, there's better food around here. And we're like, okay, well, uh, we'll, we'll look into something else. And then we, we went, we went there anyway. We should have just lied to him. We should have lied to him, because then he was like, what do you think? We were like, we loved it. And he was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> he was mad at us. Suspicious of us. Um, Mitch, one other thing we, we should touch on real quick before mm-hmm. we, we bring our, our guest out here, uh, who we're very, very excited to have. So we changed up what chain we were going to review That's right. uh, this week. That was, uh, so we were going to originally review Burgerville. And what we understand is, okay, okay, and a divided, divided crowd on this. Uh, we understand that it's, it's a chain that a lot of people like up here. However, we were unaware that there's this ongoing labor dispute and that the, uh, the Burgerville Union is calling for a boycott right now. So That's right. They reached out to us. They were very nice and very, uh, very understanding and, and, and explained things in very, very clear terms. So, yeah, we, we decided to change it up. We're not doing Burgerville, and we yeah. hope that their workers get a fair contract. That's true. And I also can't explain to you how confused I was when Nick said, the Burger Union guys want to talk to us. <laughs> I was like, what? What's... You mean Grimace? Like... <laughs> Grimace came over and broke Weiger's fingers. <laughs> you better not be going to Burgerville. That's how Grimace sounds. Is that now. what he sounds I like? I guess so. Now he does. God. Uh, well, hey, Mitch. All that aside, let's introduce our guest. Mm-hmm. You know him as Instagram's premier fast food critic. He's also a writer and producer from Disenchantment, Mission Hill, and The Simpsons. Give it up for Bill Oakley! Little, little, little Frankenstein up there walking out. Hey, we we're talking about a uh, hotel Transylvania, and you're walking out to Frankenstein. How about that? We got a theme here tonight with this satanic stuff that you're talking about. <laughs> wow, Nick, what a what a, what a connection there. I was teeing you up. You I had a, a question. I have a question. To Frankenstein, the Edgar Winter Band song. In episode three F two one of The Simpsons. <laughs> Original air date May nineteenth, nineteen ninety six. Homer Palooza. Come on, god damn it. Great episode. Homer Homer Palooza didn't have any ferns. We don't like it. (laughs) 
Home, hey, between one fern, am I right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Besides one fern, I go. guess. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Um, Homer, in a flashback in Homer Palooza, he, uh, he, he goes up to the second bass mobile and Frankenstein is playing. Is that, was that your influence, that song being in the episode? I mean, Josh and I have always loved that. that. This is the song that, like, the guys who were nine years older than us that were super, you know, like Wooderson in, in Days and Confused. Yeah. Right? right? Those, are the, those guys played that kind of song. So uh, to us, it, it held a, it wasn't just that scene. We used it over and over again, and I actually used it in one of my, one of my earliest uh, fast food review videos. And so, like, it holds a certain mystique. It's great. It's, the song rocks. It's a great song. Thank you. Frankenstein I relate to the most of all the monsters. <laughs> I'm a very Frankenstein-like man. Right. Uh, so you walk stiffly, terrified of fire. Go on. <laughs> uh, threw a little girl in a lake. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say that, but I didn't think it was. She had it coming. She's a Rams fan. Happened at the Super Bowl. What? I made it too real. <laughs> Uh, Bill, you've lived in Portland for a while. How long have you lived here now? I've lived here for 10 years now. 10 years! A decade! A decade in Rip City. Um, I, I'm curious, because we, we've touched on a few, and we're going to get to one of them in a second, because this was a recommendation that's, that you made that wasn't the chain we're reviewing, but it's a place that Mitch and I went to today. Uh, but uh, I'm curious about some of your favorite local eats in this city. Um... Hmm. You know, it's, it, I don't want to leave anybody out, and I do have. I would right. say, like my, I got my favorite burgers right now, which are uh, Burger Stevens, Super Deluxe, and uh, Hit the Spot, um, and and those like. But I also like Killer Burger and Stupid Burger quite a bit. Um, I keep, you know, I keep those going around. Um, I really like uh, Russell Street Barbecue, original location. Oh wow! Um, you know, I eat a lot of stuff like that. I like Laurel Horse Market when I'm feeling fancy and upscale. Um, and I like canard, although I've only eaten that one thing there. Well, I think we're going to touch on that in a moment. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's, and then I, you know, let me see. That's, those are my favorite ones. And I don't want right. to, if I start going down into level two, I'm going to have to name 2,000 places. So I don't want to do that. Right. Mitch, you're te- who are you texting? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking up for some food. I think we might go to Spice's Gentleman's Club later. Um, <laughs> I just read they had amazing food. <laughs> Um, you uh, uh, wait. You mentioned Canard, which is uh, the place we went to, uh, and this was this was your recommendation while we were eating pizza, and we were very full of pizza, Mitch and I. But we still went over there. We made the the sojourn a half block and and sat down there to get yeah. an item called the Steam Burger. And this is a this is basically uh, how would you describe it? Okay, I gotta say I can't take credit for this. Yeah, this was uh, Mike Russell, who's the food critic for the Oregonian, named okay. it the best new burger of last year, and ha- he took me there right. to try this, and it just blew my mind. Yeah, I mean it's it's basically Gabe Rucker, who runs that restaurant, is, is an incredible chef. It's their approximation of a White Castle burger, but it is unbelievably good. And I right. actually wrote an article about this and several similar burgers in the Willamette Week this week, like our approximations of of fast food, uh, 
far outshine all their original inspirations. And that particular one, I think, is the king of all of them. Like, I mean, you tell me what you thought of it. It's basically, so it, like, White Castle is the derivation, which is, yeah. I, ha- I, have, I haven't had the, the White Castle original. I've never, I mean, I've had it in, in the frozen food section, right? That's and, the and real thing. I believe thing. the frozen one is actually better than the original one. Wow! wow. Like, people, like, people from New Jersey have been giving me a lot of shit for that, but, like, like I've never had one in, in the wild <laughs> right. that was any, that was... Some people, some people were mad. Yeah, there was some grumbling. <laughs> there, there, there's always some grumbling when you don't love somebody's favorite food item. And right, sure you guys know. Um, so, but the steam, the, the, the microwave ones are at least as good as many of the ones sold in the restaurant. I, I'll go to the mat for that. Right, interesting. So th- this one has this is basically that. It's got those, uh, you know, it's got those sautéed onions, those cut up onions. Uh, it's, it's small. It's modest. I mean, for six dollars, you're getting something that's basically on a Hawaiian roll. Like it's it's it's, it's like a dinner roll size yeah. bun. Um, but it's a it's a fucking tasty bite. Oh my god, it's so good. My only issue with it was the uh, our waitress was like, "You guys know it's small, right?" And she was looking <laughs> right. at me, and I was like, "Yeah, I know it's fucking small. I get it." She was also like, you, uh, "Sir, you can't pay me Tuesday for this hamburger today." <laughs> She did not think I was wimpy. <laughs> um, do you know the, the frozen, the frozen White Castle burgers, the burgers that always make me get a plastic bag at 7-Eleven because I'm too embarrassed to walk the five feet from the store to my car. Oh wow! I have to have it covered up by something. Like, I, like I also, I like it's. It's also like I think I like you. Well, like I'll buy like detergent, <laughs> like, like White Castle burgers and detergent. They're like you're gonna eat those in five seconds, which I do. I go home and I eat two of them usually. You, you're so embarrassed of buying White Castles that you like get a copy of a uh, Swank magazine <laughs> <laughs> that you can tuck in in, the, in between. <laughs> I've never heard somebody. Uh, I've never heard such a sad story. <laughs> that, 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 you, can, you shouldn't be embarrassed to buy those. I buy them. I buy them with gay abandon in the supermarket. I go up. I march up to them and insist they ring them up and walk out proudly, displaying my box of White Castle burgers. I don't know. This, that, That's the way it should be. That's true. I should hold them in the air. I, I will and say there will be a line of fat guys following me. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I went to a convenience store this morning, and this was this was like nine a.m. Mm-hmm. I slept in a little, and um, the uh, they had a. Uh, I, I was just getting some bottled water, and this gentleman in a the, this construction worker comes in and orders. They have hot food at this convenience store. He orders four corn dogs. Like as a breakfast. That rules. He ordered four corn dogs and was like getting a Gatorade, and then he said, he said, it's gonna kill me someday. <laughs> Just like this, this was clearly like a routine of his. Are you sure he wasn't talking to the lady at the counter? He's gonna kill me someday. <laughs> referring to you, the creep buying one bottle of water at 9 a.m. <laughs> I got a banana too. Ah, minion style. Yeah, Mitch Minion style. <laughs> I got a banana. <laughs> so, you, you, hold on a second. You can't even understand Hotel Transylvania 3, but you openly quote Minions constantly 
What what is the difference between the two? I'm just saying, from what I know of the lore involving the Universal Monsters, who are the basis for the Hotel Transylvania franchise, it seems a little confusing. And the minions have their own like they're their own thing. Minions are confusing. They're yellow things. But they're funny and they're cute. They're like funny and cute. I, they're kind of confusing because it's like, have they existed since the beginning of time? You look back at, at, at the Minions movie, you go back and it's like, they appear to be asexual. They appear not to reproduce. They appear to be immortal. Like they appear to like, just like live for millennial, millenniums. And are you, the, are you part of the Minion species? <laughs> Because I have like, because I have a, a generic sounding name, Nick. Like that's that's how minions are named. Yeah, they're like Stuart and and Kevin and Bob. They're just they just have normal people's names. No, I'm not a minion. I'm a man. I know, I'm a human man. I know, I know you're a man. If I was a minion, this podcast would sound like abada abada potato. And then I'd fall in love with a fire hydrant, mistaking it for a lady minion. <laughs> Did you just extemporaneously do that, or have you been practicing it for weeks? That's what I was muttering to myself backstage. <laughs> so, tell me about Super Deluxe, because I know this is like one of the new hotness. Uh, as far as burger chains, I, I keep people, or I don't know if it's a burger chain or if it's an individual location, but people are like really talking up Super Deluxe right now. It's the only one of these places with a drive-through. I mean, and that oh, is wow, okay. the drive-through is around the is around the restaurant almost every day, including for breakfast. And it, I would say that it. it, it they make a Shake Shack style burger, which is kind of like the burger that's been in vogue right. for years now, which is kind of like the smashed burger with a little bit of crust. That's also what they make at Burger Stevens and Hit the Spot. There's other places. Um, but this is the one place where you can actually just drive up and get one fast. And so it's, it's a fast food restaurant by um, the guy who also started Blue Star Donuts and Little Big Burger and so forth. And they... Uh, they have a very small menu of, right. of of these burgers and I believe some chicken stuff and some shakes and that's it. And it's like it, it's I guess it's weird because it looks like it's a chain, a national right. chain, and it, it simulates the going to a national chain, but it's but it's not. There's only that one. I've heard it is, this is like the Willy Wonka of Portland, this guy. Definitely. I mean, well, it's a long, complicated story that I can't get into here, but yeah, I think you're right. He's, he, it's, he, he did blue, you said he did Blue Star Donuts, He was right? among, I think there's groups of people that go, that start restaurants and then leave, they sell part of them. He's got like five or six restaurants. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Should Man. we have done that instead of Sizzle Pie? That, well, there's only that one. I mean, like, you guys do chains, right? Like, if we were only going to restaurants where there was a single, <laughs> single one, I could have recommended 99 of them right. in Portland. But this was, we were trying to do a chain, uh, uh, you know. We, 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 got, we got some, we got some hey, nice Thanks for explaining people. the premise of the podcast to my co-host. <laughs> I, I think now he finally understands it. We got, we got some nice applause for supporting the Burgerville thing, but what you guys don't know is that I was talking to these guys about putting on a big disguise <laughs> and walking into Burgerville. I'm not going to actually do it, for God's sakes. <laughs> but Burgerville seems to be one of, the, one of the places out here that people really do enjoy. It, it, it's a place that I've heard. Or divisive still, I, mean, I guess. I, 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 I thought we were not reviewing Burgerville tonight. We won't. We won't. <laughs> I have opinions about Burgerville, but I'm not going to share them on this podcast because we're boycotting <laughs> Burgerville. Wow. All right. I love it. I agree. I agree with that. That's called solidarity, folks. Um, 
The, uh, I want to touch on Blue Star Donuts, which you mentioned, and which I happened to go to this morning. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of them just right back there, too. There's a whole bunch. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a number of Blue Star Donuts. There's a, there's a few in L.A., but I've never been to the one in, I've never been to one in L.A., so this is my first, my, my maiden voyage to Blue Star Donuts. I got the hard apple cider fritter, which is uh, uh, apple, cinnamon, coriander. Oh, some, some fritter enthusiasts. How about that? Um, and... Uh, <laughs> It's got like a hard apple cider glaze, which gave it gave it just like a, a, a nice little tang. So I, you, did you just lick it off and toss the donut away? <laughs> <laughs> no, Mitch, I'm not the high functioning alcoholic you characterize me as. Yes, I'm a little bit more through my brew dog than you are, <laughs> but <laughs> and I think you've quadrupled me up on drinks last night at the dinner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, th- this was a, this was a very nice fritter. It was very nice, you know. Like I, I like a, a warm donut ideally, but like as room temp donuts go, I thought this was this was really good. And it was a, as far as a there's another place that I've had, which is I think a, it's Southern California in origin. Oh fuck, now I forgot the name of it. Fuck, I go there all the time. Sidecar donuts and sidecar donuts. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sidecar donuts that is real is. nice, um, but this was definitely that was on par with that. It, a little bit more expensive than you would at, at a just a normal generic donut donut place, but uh, but you know I think worth the the extra price and good coffees, quality coffee. I will say. Not a place for a man to, st- to to sit or stand. I was just like I had to. I I was just like so. Can, can, what? There was not a place for a man to sit or stand. It was like so clogged. There were there was no room for me. I hope you were yelling this in the restaurant. <laughs> There's not a place for a man to sit or stand. <laughs> but I think that speaks to its uh, to its earned popularity. I thought it was a very nice donut. Do you have any opinions on Blue Star Donuts? I, I'm. Uh, I don't really care for donuts in general, but I will Whoa. tell you that I like. I want to tell you guys about. How did you ever write Homer? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that, uh, uh, this is up to the minute Portland thing. The Blue Star Donuts on Hawthorne recently left, moved to Division, and now Fried Egg I'm in Love is in that very space, and it is terrific. Wow! That like that used to be a food cart just right down the street, and now it has become brick and mortar. And I wish them the best because their sandwiches are amazing, and I'm delighted to have them there. Um, Blue Star Donuts is 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 very good, also as well. But like. I, I have a thing where if I eat a lot of sugar, it makes me go to sleep really fast. So mm. I don't eat a lot of sugar in general, which right. is like I'm more about the, the, the savories. Got it. Yeah. yeah. The the uh, by the way, Friday guy I'm in love. Like that's like an all timer as far as pun. Oh my like, god, their whole menu is filled with puns. You guys should check this place out. It's really good. It's all about the breakfast sandwiches, but they're all day long, and it. I think they've perfected the menu over years as a food cart. It, it's really impressive. Is it all day breakfast? Yeah. All yeah. right, I can go. <laughs> Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. 
Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wags, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's get into, let's get into sizzle pie. <laughs> 
So this place opened as recently as, as 2011. It's kind of the, the aesthetic inside. To me, like this, the place this reminded me of inside is a rockin' bruise. It's kind of like a like very... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's just like the, the coloration and stuff. It's not as, as on the nose as like a hard rock cafe, but it very much is kind of in like this... Uh, we're vaguely referencing an edgy rock club, uh, like skateboards on the wall, that sort of stuff. How do people feel about Sizzle Pie? What's the... What's the you know what? Sizzle Pie... All right. It was very de- it was very divisive when we were when we were talking to people just around town. Uh, uh, ha- how about uh, hashtag uh, sizzle pie guy or girl or person? Uh, and if anyone who doesn't like it, hashtag fizzle pie. Oh, there's more fizzle pieers okay, out some, there. There's some fizzle wow. pie uh, enthusiasts. Here's um, my issue. Yeah, with any sort of like rock, I don't want to rock and roll and eat ever. <laughs> I'm never in the mood to rock and roll while I'm, like, stuffing a piece of pizza in my face. It depresses me. Does Boy, this that, make sense? Yeah, no, that's a good point. It is, you don't think about, like, banging your head and getting into the mosh pit and also eating, like, a bunch of wings. It's, no. like, it's incongruous. You You're don't right. think about, like, we're backstage with Guns and Roses and, like, we're all eating, like, foot-long meatball subs. <laughs> That's not fun. Right. Iron Maiden's about to play uh, the entirety of, a, of, of one of their concept albums, but first they're going to eat a, bun- a big tray of spinach lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. You, you, don't, you, don't think of, you don't think of Slayer's discography and uh, wolfing down a bunch of uh, Penny Alfredo. Like, it is... It is yeah, it's... Oh, I take it back when I criticize you about not knowing metal. <laughs> You know all of Slayer's discography. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the, you order at the counter. They got buy the slice options. You bust your own table. Mm-hmm. I, I, I consulted with a few locals over the course of this visit, some intentionally, uh, and one was, uh, was someone who yes. chimed in of their own volition. And I'll lead with that one. So on the plane... Uh, on the plane up here, I was using my laptop prepping for this episode, you know, doing my research and what's, whatnot. And oh, few, God damn A few it. Wikipedia tabs <laughs> open, NBD. Wow, um, what a hero. And uh, <laughs> the woman across the aisle from me says, excuse me, why do you keep looking at Sizzle Pie? That place is garbage. Very, like, very, very anti-Sizzle Pie. Uh, And also, are you running all three Minions movies at once, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Four uh, Minions movies. Jesus, sorry. Thank you. Four Minions movies. Thank you very much. Um... The uh, and then uh, so like like apparently she ended up being a she's someone who is a who is a chef has a restaurant of some renown up here that I will not name because I don't want to I don't know if, like shit talking is a thing like it's like in the entertainment industry where you don't want to you know you you, you don't want to shit talk your friend show and have them know about it because it, it might you might encounter them at a, the some sort of function. Can we have the initials. I'm not going to give the initials. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you backstage. All right. Um, but the. Uh, <laughs> But then anyway, so we talked a little bit. I had to explain why I'm going up to Portland to eat at this restaurant that she did not like. And so I eventually said, like, yeah, we have this podcast. We're, we're going to review this place. And then she said, let me know what the name of the podcast is so I can not listen to it. <laughs> mm. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Then, with the strength of a mama ox whose child, whose baby is trapped, she opened the emergency exit door <laughs> and she jumped out of the fucking plane. I mean, she's right. Can't, can't argue with that. This, hold on a second. I'm just going to say this. Yeah. She seems mean. <laughs> I think she was a little, yeah, I think that, but I think it was also like, it was like that acerbic sort of like, like, ah, I'm kind of a, you know, I'm kind of a, that's my thing, you know? <laughs> okay. Oh, and, never mind. In a, in a playfully mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Playfully mean. Um, maybe, I don't know. Uh, and, and so a, a hotel worker we talked to, I believe is a listener to the podcast, said about Sizzle Pie, like, it's fine, right? Like, that was, yeah. we had this conversation, was just kind of like very, a very nonplus by it. Uh, nonplus, I used that wrong. Nonplus means confused. Oh, I, Jesus. I shouldn't have said nonplus there. I apologize. Get off my Are back. you guys excited that you came out to the show tonight? <laughs> to see Nick work nonplussed out on stage? Look, I know I'm going to have some pedantic vocabulary types in my Twitter mentions. I just want to nip it in the bud. Uh, And the Uber driver who took us to the restaurant was a big fan, loved the slice and salad combo, which did seem like a good value if you want to. And he had a a cool car, so that gives him points. He had a Hyundai Genesis Uh endorsed by LeBron James. Oh, fuck. I got tricked. Hey, Hey, I'm all about Rip City, baby. You're wearing a Celtics hoodie. <laughs> and if I have to root for another team, it's the Trailblazers. <laughs> they got a good set. They got a good chance of upsetting this year, Nick. Upsetting who? The, the league. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, th- this place, I will say, was very crowded. For a pizza restaurant, a dine-in pizza restaurant, yeah. 1130 on a Saturday. Time out. Packed. Second. What the hell's going on? Why, why was Sizzle Pie packed at 11.30 on Saturday morning? Odd brunch This spot. was the Burnside location, guys. No, the other Burnside. East Burnside. East Burnside. We're yelling directions out. <laughs> why? What, what's, what, uh, it was I, so confusing to me. I found it me. baffling. I don't know why that area. The whole area was swarming with... Oh, oh, maybe it's because there was some sort of convention going on at the convention center. I don't know. Oh, convention. I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't know. What did, wait, did someone did you have a, is there a clear answer? What? Shaken bakers? Guys, I just want someone, to someone said Doughboy. It's not because of Doughboys. Psychomania? <laughs> Psychomania? Boy, this wait, is what the fuck? I just want to collectively say this is helping. Thank you. We were, we're definitely more clear. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. It's, this uh, is more like what I expect Doughboy shows to be like. People yelling at us. Yeah. <laughs> yelling in rage. <laughs> I heard Psychomania. I heard a lot of different things. Swickle? Oh, Zwicklemania. Zwickle-mania? Oh, Zwicklemania. That's like a beer thing, right? Oh, it's a beer thing. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Zwick- what the fuck is Zwicklemania? It makes zero yeah. sense. What are you talking about? Well, it's a beer thing. I assume Zwickle is a beer brand or the name of a beer person. No. That's the people just yell no. It's not? It's like a beer varietal? <laughs> Someone yelling something out hand trailing off. <laughs> 
It's a thing, I don't know, who cares? <laughs> cares about this? Zwickelmania. Some Zwickel-related event. That's re- there were a lot of people there. <laughs> I will say, we got up there, and Mitch, you and I, B- Bill, you were, you were guarding our table, uh, and um, the, count- the woman who took our order at the counter seemed like she was upset with us. Like, we really flustered her. We were, well, we were scared. We, we went up there scared. We were scared, yeah. It's, it's, we have to admit that. We had to talk to a woman, so we were scared. <laughs> that was the first thing. Yeah. We, we, were, we ordered enough pizza for 11 people. We did get a lot of pizza. We ordered a lot of food. swarming with customers. Yeah. There was no place to sit, and, and we were like, we want 11 pizzas for <laughs> us three guys. And yeah, it, 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 I can understand why she was nonplussed. <laughs> 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 For people listening, Bill just held up the victory the sign. Roger, like, the like Roger Stone victory sign. Yeah, Roger, <laughs> Roger Stone style. Uh, well, also, it, here's the thing with yeah. sizzle pie, which I do think is a cool thing. You can get a half slice. I do like that. Which is not... Is it good? Wait, don't you have to... You have to buy both half slices. No, you can get just no? a half slice. Oh, wow. What? But we confused her because we were like, can we get two... We wanted to split half... We wanted to split whole slices... But we told her we wanted half slices. We fucked up so bad. Yeah. And we were like, can we get like the pastrami mommy or whatever stupid fucking name it was? And, and Here we go. You took a swing with pastrami mommy? Oh, Not a it? pizza topping. <laughs> Not at all metal themed. It was salami mommy or something. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Or da- salami. Salami boy. Salami boy. Yeah. Right. yeah. And we were like, can we get two half slices of that? And she's like, a full slice? Like, she was confused by us. Yeah, she was confused. It's not, it wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. We were just being unclear. And also, I will say, like, yeah, there's not an easy way to say, like, can you, we should have just said, can you, we get a slice of that and can you cut it in half? Yes. We should have said, can we get two half slices? That's a confusion. That's on us. It was. Um, We fucked up. Anyway, we'll start with the by the slice. We got some by the slice. We got some whole pies. We got some garlic knots and we got a salad. We'll take them. We'll start with the by the slice. Jesus. You really want to watch Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> I need some closure with what's going on with that boat Dracula. So, Three force, good night. And he runs out. <laughs> so uh, by the slice, we'll start there. We uh-huh. got the, the, the salami boy, which is olive oil, salami, red onion, and pepidou peppers. We got the south of heaven, which I believe is a Slayer reference. Mm. Which is hell, right? <laughs> south of heaven must be hell. The thing is, do cardinal, <laughs> cardinal directions are like 2D. Oh, God, fuck you. Uh, it depends on how the, your compass is oriented. Um, but uh, that one has pepperoni, fresh jalapenos, and fresh mushrooms. So we got the police and thieves, which is spinach and mushroom, a uh, vegetarian but not vegan. We got the D-beat. I don't know what D-beat is referenced to, uh, which is cheese, and the ace of spades, which is pepperoni. By the way... Yeah! <laughs> okay, this guy is pizza. fucking losing his mind. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. The last few moments of my life, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> this guy screamed. This ruled, actually. He had a white shirt on, and then he ripped it open. Yeah. And then it was two unicorns it's, fucking it's each other? It's two unicorns fucking. Yeah, that's what it is. Congrats, congrats to the winner of our Drunkest Fan Contest. <laughs> You'll be driving home in a new Chevy Volt, so congrats. 
Um, so uh, his blood alcohol level is half yours. <laughs> uh, the uh, I, I think it's weird that the ha- that they have like weird names. They have metal themed names for even the simple like pepperoni and cheese. To me, that's confusing. Like just simplify that. But that said, it, you know, it's part of the fun. It's funny to give her like a metal name to a salad. Come on. They didn't have. I don't think those sal- the names were that. Oh well, great. Metally. <laughs> there goes my bit. Thanks, Nick. So he's right, man. They're like, they're not all metal. There's like raising Arizona. There's it's always sunny in Portland. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're kind of all over the place. They kind of just suck. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know what? Caligula. <laughs> Caligula is one of the salad names, Nick. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that was the. That was the softcore porn that like was produced by the Penthouse publisher, right? Yes. That was yes. that was the famous. Yeah, they indeed. like shot some hardcore scenes and re-released it. Um, <laughs> An expert trying not to know something. I, you know, I've heard. I think they like re-released it as a hardcore porn. I've heard the hardcore scenes are not the same actors as you see in uh, the, the movie itself, <laughs> but they kind of try to play them like it. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> the. Uh, I will say that I like the South of Heaven, the one with the, the jalapenos, I, I, uh-huh. I, you know, and uh, the, spin- the police and thieves, the spinach and mushroom, I thought was kind of forgettable. The cheese was good, and the pepperoni, I think, was one of the better bites that we had. It was just a really well-executed pepperoni. Yes. It's a very simple That's pepperoni. That's why that guy went crazy. The Ace really of Spades it. was good. It's a great pepperoni. <laughs> um, the salami boy, I thought, was fine. You know, we, we had that Do you half- like Ace of Spades, yeah! or do you like the pizza? <laughs> Oh, he's a Lemmy from Motorhead fan. Yeah. Yeah, he likes Lemmy. This guy likes Lemmy. Okay. That rules. I'm on his side. The ace of spades. The ace of spades. He's got that gritty, gritty voice. Jesus. Sounded like my grimace. <laughs> we each do one character is the same character. <laughs> Uh, the Slammy Boy I thought was fine. I will say that we, we had that as a half slice, and I think your slice, your half slice was a little better than mine, Mitch's. What the fuck? I'm not saying that's just how it worked out. You it told looks, me to take that half. I know, and that's what I'm saying. So I think, I don't know if I have as good of an assessment as you do. I wasn't trying to make this a confrontational thing. All right. Oh, what, guess what? what? I, I loved it. It was delicious. Yeah. That sucks you got that chitty slice. It was pretty good. <laughs> I, I like the Peppadoos. I would have liked to have a little bit more salami in my portion, but I thought it, I thought it was... Uh, uh, these were all fine slices. What is a Peppadoo? It's just a pepper? Yeah, it's a, it's a kind of pepper. It's like a red pepper. Huh. <laughs> Not the exact definition of it, but yeah, it's like a red pepper. Right. Interesting. <laughs> I can learn from the show. It's nice. Uh, Bill, what did you think of the buy the slice options? Uh, South of Heaven, I thought was 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 my favorite. Yeah, um, it was by nice. The size options. I agree with you about like the police and thieves. I thought was kind of like it was kind of squishy. You know, yeah. It, like, that this, whatever was on there, it, it it made it kind of runny and squishy. It was not really that appealing. So you got those high moisture vegetables, those spinach and, and mushroom that release a lot of water, and sometimes you throw those on there, and it just hmm. yeah, it just, it just gets all gooey. Exactly. Yeah, they heat them all up, <laughs> all those veggies. All right. <laughs> There is, I will say this, there is a lot of, there's, we noticed that there's a lot of veggie options at this place. Yes. Like, uh, like there, we, we were like, oh, we should get like kind of like a meat pie and 
There wasn't even the only, and we didn't get it, but the pig destroyer, pig destroyer, destroyer which we didn't get, which all it did was really added meatballs onto the and and meatballs, bacon, and pepperoni. But there's nothing like a like a real meat lovers pizza there. I think that's what we're gonna we're gonna arrive at is the fact that this is actually a boon for vegetarians in this place. Yeah, I think that's its value, which is great. That, like, and also, it's absurd to say this restaurant sucks. It's, it's ludicrous. That woman is completely wrong. Wow. It's, like, this is not... It, I mean, I'm not... I, I haven't really eaten there all that much. Right. But mm-hmm. I would say that, like, that's that just... It's, it's out of the ballpark. It's, it's angering yeah. me. I, yes. <laughs> Somebody would say that this place sucks. It clearly doesn't suck. It's perfectly... It's, at the bare minimum, it's perfectly fine. Yes. Out her and her restaurant right now, Nick. <laughs> I don't want to start some sort of incident within the Portland food community. <laughs> it was the head of fucking Burgerville, wasn't it? <laughs> We're a Scooby-Doo show now. I like the, I mean, I like having the buy the slice as an option. Like, I like, Mitch, uh-huh. you're a little bit of a, a skeptic when it comes to the reheated slice. I, 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 I like a fresh slice. Can you blame me? No, I gotcha. But I think what we determined is that these are coming out so fast and, yes. so, and so quickly that these were fresh pizzas that they were slicing up. This mm. place, I mean, it was busy. Like yep. maybe at four in the afternoon, you'd be getting a reheated slice. It's, it felt like even even the, the ones that looked at that they were sitting out there for a while were the the, the cheese and the pepperoni, and both of them were were good. The, the pepperoni was my favorite slice, I think, of the entire thing. Yeah, the, like kind of the simplest one. I think that was the the best executed. Uh, the whole pies we got, we got the good luck in jail, which is. Uh, uh, our, our, I don't know why, I'm re- I'll read the entire copy. Our New Deal Vodka Cream Sauce, Smoked Mozzarella, Bacon, and White Onions. We also got the Spiral Tap. This is a vegan pie. Some I Spiral told, Tap fans I told here. you people would applaud this B- one. Bill, Bill very much <laughs> yes. was, uh, was in favor of ordering the Spiral Tap. Uh, nudge us in that direction. He was correct. This had the creamy caramelized onion spread, house marinara red sauce, and a light dusting of nutritional yeast. Um... Which I watched a YouTube video on what nutritional yeast is and learned that it's also known as nooch. So this is why we don't hang out in Portland. (laughs) I got to go back to my room. I got a lot of work to do. You looked up nutritional yeast. Yeah. You can call it nooch. Well, noochie boochie. I loved it. Those are, that's for my uh, clerk's heads out there. <laughs> I thought this was, the spiral tap was a highlight to me. This, yeah. was, this was really good. And I think, like, if you're... Look, if you're vegan, you're often... I, and I'm not vegan, but I, I assume you're often looking for simulations of food that you've had uh, when you, back when you ate meat or back when you ate meat and dairy um, before you true? made the decision. I think a lot of times people are. Yeah, I think, I think people so are like... That's so sad. I want, like, a... I, I used to have burgers. I used to have BLTs. I used to have chicken wings. These are things that I crave still. And yeah. so if I can kind of find something that's an approximation of that, mm-hmm. it kind of scratches that itch and make, makes it so I'm not cheating on this, uh, this diet that I've uh, imposed upon myself for whatever reason. And, <laughs> and this, I think, was a really nice like pizza simulation. It was. This, uh, the, the caramelized onion spread. Bill, you pointed this out. The, that spread is dynamite that's great stuff totally. this i would say i you know i don't not to spoil the ending but this was my favorite thing of, of our whole trip and yeah fact, i had it previous just in case there was an emergency or another snowpocalypse like we were supposed to have i <laughs> went yesterday as well uh just to make sure that i had sampled everything right <laughs> in, in case we were all snowed in and couldn't make it to the podcast tonight so i did have that um 
And both times I liked it. And in fact, I mean, should I save this for the ending or should I just dive into it now? I, I give us your take. Okay. All right. This pizza is re- is amazing. It's it's not. It's more like a flatbread. You know, have you ever been to like a cheesecake factory style place and they're like, well, please try our flatbread. Right. And it's like, it's like, well, it's a pizza really, but it's just kind of a different shape with some different stuff on it because it doesn't have cheese. And I ate this and about, I ate half the thing before I realized it didn't have cheese because I was enjoying it so much. It's not a pizza in a technical term, I guess, because it doesn't have cheese. It doesn't taste like a pizza. Right. But the caramelized onion stuff on there is amazing. And it's a spiral. It's called spiral tap, I assume, because there's two spirals. Yes. Interlocking spirals of caramelized onions and marinara. And it is really delicious. It's, it's one of the things that I have... I, I've, I've been remembering it constantly since right. we had it, as opposed to other stuff, which most of these other things were like, oh, that was a good slice of pizza, but you forget about it an hour later. This is the one that I remember, and I'm like, mm. wow, that is, that's, it's really something new. And also, like, I mean, it must be a boon for vegans, as you Gotta said, be. To, get, to be able to get this kind of stuff. Um, so, like, I, I couldn't recommend that particular pizza anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dynamite. And do you think if there was a snowpocalypse... That the audience members would be watching for the cancellation of this podcast, like like a school being canceled, <laughs> and cheer once it said Doughboys is canceled. <laughs> no Doughboys tonight. We don't have to go, and we're getting our money back. <laughs> People would have walked over here with their snowshoes on. Wow, and, and their cross country skis. Only a few, you maybe a few, a few squares yeah. would not have made it, but the rest of the people would have been here for you guys. I want to say this: No, who wouldn't make it is Nick Weiger. <laughs> we went out when we went to Tasting Alder last night. Nick, you should tell the people about. It this. was like a so. Okay, I we have got a thing. into the restaurant. And he's like, "There's trouble, buddy," and I was like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "I got frostbite. I gotta go. I gotta go work on." He was like, "I need to go take my shoes off." This is real. He said yeah. this in the restaurant. It was like 45 degrees. <laughs> I look, I'm a, I'm a lifelong SoCal surfer, dude. I'm not built for the cold. You weren't wearing flip-flops. I was wearing shoes, but I didn't have a particularly th- uh, thick sock. I should have brought a thicker sock. That's on me. What type of thin, weird socks are you wearing? Are you wearing nylons? No, I'm wearing... These are, these are socks that my niece and nephew got me. They got sea creatures on them. Get adult socks. That's part of the issue. There's an octopus on it. There's a little undersea man. Uh, there's a fish. I think there's. Is there a gate? No, there's not a gator. I think I covered it. Um, but yeah, they're like a little print. But yeah, no, I was wearing. I was wearing just some 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 light uh, thin dress socks, and my my feet got very cold. I, I my extremities get numb, and so like like the the tips of my fingers and the tips of my toes turn white if I'm exposed to cold for any amount of time. So I'd be wearing gloves and thick socks, and so yeah, we went there, and my feet were very very cold, and yes, I would not survive a snowpocalypse. I would freeze instantly. And it's like it's like as he said, it's like 48 degrees here, and you guys were like in Saskatoon like last week. <laughs> I. I almost came home in a body bag from Saskatoon. <laughs> the place is a city-sized walk-in freezer. It's so cold. Um, so I just can't stop thinking about the pizza simulation either. I wanna, I wanna live in the pizza simulation. <laughs> I would plug in immediately. <laughs> like in the Matrix, the red pill or the blue pill. You're- <laughs> You're taking that blue pill. A hundred percent. Red the, pill filled with marinara. <laughs> <laughs> so the, 
Uh, yeah, I thought the spiral tap was great. Standout home run. Uh, the nutritional yeast has like an it has kind of the texture of Parmesan and kind of a nutty character to it. So it kind of it satisfies in that same sort of umami way. Um, the uh, the good luck in jail I thought was fine, but it was also just kind of like a like, you guys characterized it as just kind of a smoky mush. Exactly. Yeah, the smoke from exactly. the the mozzarella and the um and the bacon just kind of like melded together and it didn't have any things that you could really pick out and uh, discern yeah. taste wise. Right, it didn't have any. It didn't have any distinct texture or flavor. Really. Right. Yeah. Um. The uh. The uh, then we also got the. Do you guys have any other thoughts on the the whole pies before I move on to the knots? Nope. Garlic knots. So you get with, you get with a house red sauce. Plus any two of their all vegan signature sauces. It's nice that their sauces are vegan because the sauces are high quality. Um, we the the sauces we went were, with were the sizzle pie vegan ranch and the spicy Aardvark blended red sauce, which I understand Aardvark sauce is a Portland uh, Portland original. I like that Aardvark sauce. You're a bit of a heat seeker. Yes, I'm a bit of a heat seeker. And God, this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, um, but uh, that's a good, that's a nice sauce. Uh, you, Bill, you said it kind of was like a tropical flavor to it, and well, I think it was I, a good I, way to it, characterize it. it. I can't say enough great stuff about Aardvark sauce, man. Like I've been having it since it must have been around for ten or fifteen years, right? And I've been having it ever since I moved here. I use a bottle. It's expensive though, but like I use a lot of bottles of it, and like. It's just that right level where it's just hot enough that eating it is not a nuisance. It's not a stunt. You mm. can have it, as you said, like you can have it on anything, and it just maximizes the heat and the flavor. It's got some—I don't have some mango or whatever it has right. in it that gives it kind of a tropical Caribbean flavor, and it's just like. I don't know why it isn't more nationally famous, but it's yeah. like, it is absolutely spectacular. It's great. I loved it. I loved it too. It was really, really good. It's dynamite. Not great. too spicy. It's great. Great with the knots and the vegan ranch. I thought was a good was a really good execution of a ranch. I mean, it just I, like I, I wasn't missing the dairy when it I was. was I didn't. I had, I, there was no way to tell it from normal. Right. Ranch. Just it was greenish, wasn't it? Yeah, it had a slight, very slight like greenish hue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, the garlic knots themselves. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm going to paraphrase Paul Giamatti in Sideways, referencing Cabernet Francs. I've learned never to expect greatness from a garlic knot. They're just, they're, they're just like, what, why am I having that? I'd rather have a slice Wait, of pizza than a garlic knot. that's the quote from Sideways? Yeah, he's like, I've, I've learned to never expect greatness from a Cab Franc, and this is no exception. He's, and the, he throws out the subpar glass of wine. And then uh, his friend cheats on his wife. <laughs> Garlic knots. I thought that they did a good garlic knot. It's a good garlic knot. It's nice and garlicky, which I like. A lot yeah. of garlic on there, like a lot, like the the uh, the fucking. Why can't I remember the name of a thing? An individual thing of garlic. The cloves. Jesus. The cloves were falling off there, and um, and this, there were a lot of them, and, yeah. and I liked how garlicky it was. But it's just like it's. Uh, give me another slice of pizza. Why am I having this knot? I think uh. these were a little undercooked too. They weren't. They didn't have the crispiness that the edges mm. of the pizza had. They were a little squishy and a little doughy. Right. And so they weren't like. It, they weren't as craveable as some of the items we had. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. Um, and then we also got a salad, which is uh, you know the least exciting uh, item to, to close out on. Um, hey, we <laughs> we structured this correctly. 
Let's end on, let's end on a dud. Uh, the uh, the rabbit salad. However, this was a good salad. Again, vegan. Red leaf lettuce, red onions, bacon bits, sliced hot peppers, tomatoes, croutons, and a, that, that vegan ranch dressing. I thought this was nice, and we got a, we got a large, and it was enough for uh, for three uh, three dudes. And like, it, yeah. it was a good amount of salad, and this was a nice counterbalance of all the very very heavy pizza that we were having. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good produce in there. Good lettuce. That, that makes a big difference. I don't like those bacon bits though. Take up. They they they're they're a strong taste. Yeah, I maybe don't love the the bacon bits. I maybe don't love the artificial bacon flavor. Yeah, I could maybe do without them. Um, but every every other one I thought worked. The croutons are also just kind of like you know generic croutons, but they were fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was a fine salad. All right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Jesus. It got the job done. Uh, but that's the rundown of everything. Oh yeah, and I got a, I got an iced tea. You guys want to come in on beverages at all? Oh yeah, they nice have Jones. Selection. They have Jones sodas there. That's that's Jones those are fun. Nice. Yeah, kind of a Portlandy fun thing. Yeah, and they got some. You know, they get they have beer and wine, I believe. So if you want to get yourself a brew dog, that's an option. I I uh, a little early in the day for me. Um, oh my god! Just saying. No, it's not. Contrary your. Repeated implications that I'm some sort of high-functioning alcoholic. You had a bottle of wine with a straw in it last night at dinner. (laughs) A crazy straw. But a... uh yeah, a nice, uh, some nice, some nice fountain drink options there. Let's get to our final thoughts on Sizzle Pie. Bill, mm-hmm. you've been on the show before. Uh, you know how this works. We'll each go around. We'll sort of give our closing argument, make our case, and then give this a rating from zero to five forks. We will begin with you, Bill Oakley. Okay, Sizzle Pie. Okay, first of all, just again, to, to, it really makes me mad when people are like, "That place sucks." Right, and it clearly doesn't suck. No, that place is fine. Okay, Sizzle. Okay, uh, is this <laughs> the best pizza place in town? Probably not. Right. I mean, I know people like like their uh, pizza shoals. And people like their trifecta. Uh, I personally prefer pizza jerk, but I've only had it delivering. Pizza jerk. Pizza jerk. Yes. Sounds um, like, sounds like Mitch's nickname. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! As far as chains go, I think we only have hot lips and sizzle pie. And I, I, I think I would say sizzle pie is really good. It's like I think, as we said, it's a New York style pizza. Right. Uh, I mean, is, does it? It doesn't compete with the best places in New York, but it competes uh-huh. with the good places in New York. I think mm-hmm. in general, and I think the selection is is great. And and I also think I can't imagine a better place for vegans and vegetarians, frankly. In terms right. Of pizza. So like, uh, I'm I am I supposed to give it the fork rating? Now? Yeah, give it a fork rating. Okay. Uh, I would give it. 3.75. 3.75 wow. forks. Three forks, three score. times. Very good score. That's out of five. Out of five. Okay, yeah. Mike Mitchell, the Spoon Man, your turn. I'm just going to review us going on tour for a second. <laughs> we come up to a fun city. I've been sick for like two weeks, and I'm just getting, kind of just getting better. I still kind of feel shitty. Yeah. We eat eight. Five to eight slices of pizza at 11.30 a.m. And then I fell asleep in my hotel room. I'm not even going to see Portland. I feel like shit now. This sucks. It's, it's, it's not fun. To, we need to figure it out. What do you want from me? We need what to the, go to... The show I'm not yelling is. at you. I'm just mad at the show in general. Yeah, we're all mad at the show. <laughs> If we'd maybe gotten in an, a day or like an extra day earlier, uh-huh. like we got in on Thursday, we got to settle in, we'd maybe gotten the, the meal out of the way on Friday, and then we had today to just sort of like hang out. Maybe that would have been. A I brought way to my do fucking it. running shoes. What a joke that was. <laughs> 
you know what I'm going to do with my running shoes? I'm going to stuff them with treats from the hotel so that they don't get destroyed. And then check my bag. Pathetic. I don't think you have to store them in your shoe. It actually works really well if you've never done it before. Oh, right, because it's kind of reinforced. It's reinforced, yeah. So I'll be putting a piece of salami in there for real. (laughs) (sighs) It's a cool city. It is a cool city. Oh, you're so... Just wish I had a cool co-host. All right. <laughs> Imagine how much fun I'd have. You could have gotten if up with me. If it was me this- and Rob Deirdrick. <laughs> the pro skater? Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> why would he why would he hang out with you? I don't know. We had fun together. I... Robin Big. Robin Big. Oh, Robin Big. Of course. Rest in peace, the Rest Big. Rest in peace, Big. Um, <laughs> I guess that does work. I'm big. Um, Sizzle Pie is, is uh, and then all this for Sizzle Pie's pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good place. It's a pretty good pizza yeah. place. People are being too mean to it, like like uh, the 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 Ace of Spades. Yeah, I needed it. Thank you. The pepperoni slice was was great. It's a great. It's a great. It's a good slice Very of pepperoni slice. pizza. It, uh, here's what I'll say. I, I it went to New York City and and the, and and it and it shut. It got it closed. Yes, it didn't work in New York City. But this is, I feel like getting a slice from here was just as good as a lot of places that you'll get on a block on New York City for sure. real. Like, for, it's, like it's, it's just as good as... As any of those like famous rays. Famous rays, rays, yeah. Totally. I've had a million of those slices. This is equally good. Yes. And, and, and it's, it's good. I think it, it, it's, if you want a good slice of pizza, scratch the niche. And I think like you were saying, it, 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 it has some great pies for if you're vegetarian or vegan. Uh, I'm going to go with three and a half forks, Nick. I like it. It's, it's, it's good. Three it's, forks, two It's times. not Golden Plate Club, but it's a good place. Be nice to it. Name the lady. <laughs> we can always bleep it out. <laughs> This town will never recover if you name that lady. <laughs> it's a small restaurant scene. It really could only be two or three different women, I think, if you're talking about a famous <laughs> restaurant. And, and I, I do think that it will be the, it'll be the lead story on the newspaper. What? Sorry, who was it? Natalie? <laughs> Were you saying it's his wife who said it? <laughs> Look, my wife can be something of a hater, but she is... Hates her husband. Because, yes. It's her husband. She's not disqualified. She's disqualified because she doesn't own a restaurant in Portland. That was half of it. Um, I will say that... I'm not going to say I'm not going to say who it was. Let them guess. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the, uh, 
it's going to be anticlimactic anyway. It's yeah. one of those things you say where it is, and people are like, okay, or it's like, who's that? It's like, the, people are just not going to know. Just keep it good, like the end of Lost in Translation. We'll exactly. Never, we want it to be like that kind of thing. <laughs> I'll whisper it to, to Bill before the show ends. Um, so the, uh, uh, here, Mitch, as you mentioned, Portland is a great food city. Uh-huh. It's, a great, it's, it's a great town. I've come up here. I've had a, a lot of outstanding meals in my two visits. I think a way, a way to evaluate this, this experience is, uh-huh. and I've kind of come around to this after doing a few of these different tour shows, is how do I feel about this meal versus, let's say I wasn't doing the podcast. I wasn't doing this source of frustration for both of us. I wasn't having to have this meal to have something to talk about on stage for 90 minutes. I was just going to a place I'd rather go. Like, how upset am I? By this experience, or uh, uh, contrary to that, how like happy am I? Like how much am I like? Oh my god, this worked out. We got to review this for the, the the show, and it's also awesome. I feel like this is like a, it's fine. I feel like this is like like not like a massive disappointment. It's not uh-huh. like ah oh, fuck. I really wish I'd been just been ha- able to have a great meal at Canard instead. Um, but it is there is part of me that's just like oh you know what that bite I had was better and I think that would have been more fun if I had been able to eat there but this gets the job done I think if you're a vegan uh, this is a this is a home run for, so from that standpoint I, I have to give it some points I'm going to be in the hand holding club with you guys but a little bit lower I'll say we're ballpark buds on this one I'm going with three forks one time for sizzle pie fair enough it's a solid place. It is. It's not a place to shit talk. It's not a place to say it sucks. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. I think that we should. I think we should march to that lady's restaurant and let her know. Yeah. Let's do what we should do the right thing to her. Throw fucking garbage pails through her window. Oh boy. Oh boy. I just want, like, Guy Fieri style, like, you know, it has Guy 8 here, like, uh, on the, the wall of the restaurant. I want, like, a thing from the Doughboys that's Mitch, Mitch, Mitch and Weiger say, it's fine. Uh, guys, that was our review of Sizzle Pie. It's time for a segment. I've got a mystery beverage, and Mitch and our guests must guess what it is. It's another edition of the Weiger Challenge. Weiger, Weiger, Weiger knee, Weiger, Weiger, Weiger uppercut, Weiger, Weiger, Weiger challenge, challenge, challenge. So, oh my goodness, a supplemental brew dog was brought on stage for me. What a lovely gesture. I saw him demanding that before the show. You bring me out another brew dog. I spilled. I spilled on my lap. Wow, a live spill. Fuck. They're, che- they're cheering a spill. <laughs> this is the thing we've done. Um, so you guys each have a very cool-looking black uh, solo cup. Look at that. Speaking of metal, eh? A very, very cool black solo cup uh, that you're going to uh, have uh, uh, some sips of this. Uh, let us know what you're looking at, what you're smelling, what you're experiencing. Give us all the senses. Here's the, I, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm pretty good at the Weiger Challenge. You I, are, you I, are I, really pretty, good at the Weiger Challenge. Why, why, what am I doing? Why am I bragging about that? That sucks. You have a good palate. I you got a good palate. lose. But I think 
Bill is going to be a tough. Uh, Bill, you have you've got great palate. I think this is going to be a tough Could, one. This is not the same thing that I had last time I was on the show, which were those McDonald's coffee drinks from Walmart, right? It is not that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, it smells like it smells. It, like it's, 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 it seems like some sort of frappuccino or some sort yeah. of chocolatey milk. Uh, thanks it's for that. It's definitely got a coffee. It's definitely got a coffee something in there. It's got it's got some sort of coffee deal going on. Let's take a sip of it. Is this a local specialty or? I w- well, okay. All right, come on, everyone, calm down. <laughs> Stop yelling things out. Don't yell anything out unless you're trying to give us the answer for why pizza, uh, the restaurant was crowded at eleven thirty. Or say your enthusiasm for the Ace of Spades. <laughs> um, Zwizzy Festival. What the fuck was that? And then you thought it was okay. It's a beer festival. It didn't make any sense. It sounded like a guy, like a person's name, like a guy's name. like a Oh, brewer. okay. It, answer, it, it's answered then. I don't think it's answered. I think I just like a kind of have a general sense of what it is. I, look, there, there are no clues in the Weiger Challenge. Um, but uh, but the feel clue, free to talk through your answer. As to whether it's local or national is not available? That is not available, yeah. Okay. Because I know we have a lot of people here tonight from Stumptown Coffee, actually. So mm. I, I Interesting. Wanna, I, don't wanna, I don't wanna crap on it, you know. Right. <laughs> well, you don't have to give any assessment one way or the other in, in terms of quality. This is, uh, we're, not, we're not judging this a drink or a stank. We're trying to decide uh, what it is. Mitch, any thoughts? Stumptown. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Yes. I'm trying to get the I'm trying to get the other ingredient, and so I'm, I, I, I I there's I don't there's, know. Can we confer? Yes. Oh, of course. A, I think there's there's a. I don't think this is sometimes. I think there's some sort of sweetness. In yeah. It. There's some sort of cinnamony something in yep. here that is like it's like dunk, it's like a canned Dunkin' Donuts coffee or something. Maybe. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> yep. Or like, or like, it's got a, it's like a. Mitch is leaning his head, tilting his head back, I guess to have the liquid rest on a different part of his tongue. Why did you do that? I'm tasting it. You look like a baby bird eating. Okay, I know what it is. Mitch is confident that he knows what it is. Mitch, what is your guess in this edition of the Weiger Challenge? This is a cinnamon chocolate latte from you bought it at Blue Star Donuts this morning. And I'm going to just say Stumptown because I don't know. I think that you're, you're going to win this because of it's, it's some other. But I'm going to go with the audience cheat and say Stumptown. Stumptown cinnamon latte is your guess. Cinnamon, cinnamon chocolate. Chocolate latte. Yeah. I don't think they make that kind of thing at Stumptown. Uh, I'm going to say that this is a canned or bottled coffee drink, probably by Dunkin' Donuts, that is like the gingerbread house flavor. Mmm. Gingerbread House Dunkin' Donuts. I hope that it's not Dunkin' Donuts. I'll feel really bad. <laughs> I, I hope go- it's not Stumptown. I, I, it doesn't. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I'm going to no, change it- my answer real quick. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not, said confidently from the balcony. Well, let me tell you, it is Stumptown. 
Mitch, your Sterling record in the the Weiger Challenge remains intact. However, neither of you got the secret ingredient, which is coconut. <gasps> and I actually they had that one before. Stumptown coconut cream and sugar cold brew coffee that Did, is available I, in cute little I, cartons. I, I'm so sorry. And I sorry. got a couple for you guys. <laughs> Did you buy it at Blue Star? No, I didn't. I made a separate trip. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Again, it's not part of the guessing game that you guess where I bought it from. I guess if it came, if you both guessed Stumptown Cinnamon Chocolate, and then you guessed where I bought it from, I guess I would give it to you. So I, I can't give you negative points for being more specific. So it, when you give you your, won either way, when you give your trip breakdown right to Natalie of what you did in Portland, yeah, like thirty percent of the trip is you went and got a Weiger Challenge drink. Yeah, I spent a little bit of time figuring it out. <laughs> Hey, it paid off. We had this fucking banger of a segment. (laughs) (laughs) That crush. People are losing their minds. Um, That was the Weiger Challenge. Just like a restaurant, we value feedback. Let's open to the feedback. So, guys, here's what's going on. We have two mics, one at the end of either aisle. Take a second. Take a beat. Take a beat. Ace of spades, baby. We'll take a couple questions from each of the mics uh, with the time we have remaining. Uh, So step right up. We'll start over here. We'll start on Mitch's side of the stage. Uh, Tell us your name and let us know your question. Hi. Hi, Hi, I'm Chelsea. I have a statement and a question. Okay. All right. Okay, my statement is um, I am the hot young single mom who uh, my daughter is in love with you, Nick Weiger. Whoa, boy. she's convinced she's going to be your bride at some point. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Nick, you should not have told Nick that. <laughs> I have a question. Um, my question is for the panel. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, sizzle pie reminds me of um, Ninja Turtles pizza, you know, because it's kind of like flat and long and the cheese is dripping off of it. Uh-huh. Which Ninja Turtle do you identify as? And also, a quick aside, I think Mike Mitchell is the most handsome and nice man on the universe. Oh, he is. And I have a gift for you guys. I'm going to... I agree oh. with half of that. Mitch is a handsome man. Oh, thank you. Whoa, boy. She just tossed uh, Mitch a, what is that? Some buttons? Um, I will say, I will answer the Ninja Turtles Hail question. buttons. Very cool. I will, oh, answer the, great. I will answer the Ninja Turtles question. And uh, shout out to your, to your lovely daughter. Thank um, you, Chelsea. I, uh, thank you, Chelsea. Donatello, he does machines. No shit. You're gonna be Donatello. One hundred percent Donatello. I, I will say Raphael and Raphael's like kind of like sarcastic, like sort of like it, you know, in introvert period. I was like kind of like I think I'm kind of Raph, but then later I was like, no, I'm Donatello. He does machines. He's like the inventor tech type. That would be my role. In the I feel like turtles. you're the machines that he does. <laughs> I'm surprised that you that you're like just like a foot soldier in my mind. Hmm. Like a robot who gets killed easily. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Uh, of course, my answer is Michelangelo. Come on now. I think you're more of a Krang's body. <laughs> <laughs> I do look like Krang's body. Uh, Bill, are you someone with a, with any Ninja Turtles knowledge? Do you have any uh, any character you aspire to be? No. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. This side of the stage. Hi, what's your name? What's your question? Uh, my name's Evan. Hi, Evan. Hell yeah, Spoon Nation shirt. We sold about ten of those. You got one. Love Spoon Nation. Hell yeah. So I've been on a major cereal binge lately of uh, CT Crunch and uh, Fruity Pebble Bites. Wow. So I was wondering what your guys' favorite cereal was as kids and your favorite cereal as adults. Fuck, this is a great question. Um, I was... 
despite what it does to the roof of your mouth, I was such a just like basic, straightforward Captain Crunch guy. A Captain Crunch. I apologize. I really, really like Captain Crunch. What about you guys? As, a, mm. as a, your favorite cereals? As a boy, <clears throat> you know what I know what I loved a lot was the Rice Krispie Treat cereal. I don't. That just popped into my head that for is a second. Good. But I loved Fruity Pebbles, and I loved Frosted Flakes, which you can still kind of eat as an adult. They're very. They are like a lot more sugary than you remember if you have Frosted Flakes oh, now. All right. Well, but yeah, thanks. those they're good. Um, Bill, any any cereal uh, allegiance? And uh, as an adult, Raisin Bran, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, I didn't I'd answer the uh, the adult uh, the adult side of things. Um, uh-huh. Honey, cl- honey, bunches of oats. Yeah. I actually like that when I can encounter it. But something with some dietary fiber. Uh, Bill, what do you think? Uh, this will make me seem much older than I than I already am. But it was fruit brute. To be honest, fruit if you remember fr- the, if you remember Count Chocula and Frankenberry yes. and Booberry, there was a fourth one. There was their their Shemp, their Zeppo, which was uh, Fruit Brute, which right. was a werewolf, and uh, that was only around for a little while, and it was it was uh, discontinued, and then they reintroduced it as Yummy Mummy. Yes, um, and but like Fruit Brute is like is like a forgotten weird thing that only appears once in a while, and they brought it. Uh, I would say that Target brings back all four of those monster cereals at Halloween time. Sometimes it's Fruit Brute, sometimes it's Yummy Mummy, and that remains my favorite. Yeah. I, I will say that, that, and I've mentioned this in the podcast before, they should do a fucking movie with those monster cereal guys. That's just a I no agree with that. Um, hey, you know the Hotel Transylvania spinoff <laughs> where they go to Flavortown. Uh, all right, uh, a question over here. My name is Pasha. Hi, Hi Pasha. Uh, as mentioned earlier in the show, Portland is known as a donut town between Blue Star and Voodoo and Uh-oh. the others. I want to know your Mount Foodmore of donuts. Wow, wow. Mine would be apple fritter, maple bar, old fashioned, and jelly filled. Wow, that's a great, that's that is a great very Mount good. Rushmore. I'm with you on maple bar. That's immediately what I thought of. Um, I really like a maple bar. I really do like a classic. This is very boring, but I yes, like a classic, of course it is. A classic glazed donut, a well-executed glazed donut. Don't cheer excellent. him for that. A, uh, a a chocolate frosted with sprinkles, I think, is nice. Kind of takes me back to my childhood a little bit. And I think what else? Oh boy, what the fuck would I? I feel like I have to do a filled donut at this point. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. No, I got to do a filled donut. I'm gonna go with a raspberry filled donut. A raspberry filled powdered sugar covered donut. Um, Bill, what do you think? Favorite uh, four donuts? Uh, no, I'm only going to do one because, as I said, I, don't, I said earlier, I don't like. Yes, donuts. you don't like donuts. <laughs> I, I, I like basically the Homer Simpson style donut, which is the pink donut with sprinkles. Thank you. They do have that at Seven Eleven. They have the exact donut. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. Yeah. That's, they, uh, that's the kind I like, and I like the crisp. I like the crispy uh, little sprinkles. You know, they, they they have they have a big giant version of that at Universal Studios. Have, it's insane, yeah. and I've eaten it in a day before. Um, <laughs> I do chocolate frosted. Uh, je- a jelly donut. Yes. Uh, what else? Hmm. Hmm. I fucked up. I put. I take out the the filled one. Put in a buttermilk bar. I like a buttermilk bar. Sorry. Continue, Mitch. Uh, a chocolate cruller. Hmm. Mm, I'm not. I'm not winning many people over with my donuts. And uh, the last one, uh, a munchkin. <laughs> What is a munchkin? A munchkin is the little tiny ones from Dunkin' Donuts. Like a donut hole? Yeah, a donut hole. Yeah. What, you got an issue with that? Donut hole, it's the fourth one. 
just kind of like it's just kind of vague. Like, do what type of donut hole? Any single one of them. Uh, all right, over here. Uh, my name is Sam. Uh, Kennard rules, and also, yeah, donut holes are good. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> as somebody who also spills on themselves a lot, what's uh, the worst thing you've ever spilled on yourself? Wow. You guys gotta hang after the show. Yeah. We'll just give you a mop. You guys can stand together. Uh, I had a disastrous spill in a meeting when I worked in the video game industry. And you I had was, a disaster spill when we met with Netflix. Yeah, but... He dropped a full coffee on the floor before we shook the guy's hands. We've covered this, though. <laughs> and then he was... I know we've covered it, but that... Uh, you had a worse spill than that? Yeah, it was more embarrassing. How? I had a... You shook the man's hand with wet coffee napkins in your hands. All right, please tell me. I want you to know the worst spill, uh, spill worse than that. I'm just saying we closed the deal in that meeting, and you know, so it kind of worked out anyway. Maybe that would, maybe that was our lucky charm. Yeah, it um, really so, worked out. You could catch the Doughboy show on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a full fruit punch, a fountain fruit punch, and oh, the lid was like a little like I didn't realize the lid was a little askew. Uh huh. And I lost control of it. Like, I, I'm, I'm holding a, a cup to illustrate uh, right now for the live Don't, audience. Don't. You have liquid. I'm oh. not going to act it out. All right. Here, here I'll take the... I'll no, take no, the, no, no. Please still do it with it, because no, I do... I'm going to do that. I have, a, I have an empty cup that I was using, that was holding... That's... Fuck. I had an empty <laughs> cup that the full cup is inside. I'm just taking the empty cup. Oh, please spill. So I was holding it aloft like this. The lid, which I didn't realize was a little askew, which was the same problem the Netflix meeting. I apparently have a problem with closing lids all the way, which maybe exacerbates some of my skill, my spill tendencies. Um, and uh, and I just like for whatever reason I lost a grip on it, and I kind of did this. <laughs> so I like I like knock the cup all over the place, and in the process, kind of like fire sprinklered fruit punch all over the entire meeting. Got some some people caught in the shrapnel, but then also just humiliated myself because they spilled so much so spectacularly. And this was like the start of a meeting. And I what? was standing and everyone else was sitting at the table. What game were you working on? Uh, I think this was just the Shrek game. If you play the Shrek game, Shrek is red instead of green because <laughs> of Nick's fruit punch spell. It was such an embarrassing spill that afterwards people were asking me not because that it was physically harmed, but because they thought it was so embarrassed. They were like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> it was humiliating. You probably got that question a lot. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, fuck. Wait, we this, gotta... side, this side. Yeah, over here. So, how are you guys choosing your uh, tour date restaurants? Because. I'm very curious if you've got the poutine up in Canada, yes. et cetera. you got the, whatever it was, pastrami down in San Diego. Right. What, what's making you choose these restaurants? Because I don't agree with Sizzle Pie. I just oh, boy. Wow. Wow. Weigh in on social media. We did, so, we did social media polls. Uh, Sizzle Pie was number two after Burgerville, which we're not doing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, just like we, we put it out there on Twitter and Facebook, we asked people... Uh, where we should go, and we ask people to chime in, and we, we usually, where, usually where would you have gone the, for where would you have gone for Portland? Old Spaghetti Factory. 
That's an interesting Oh, shit. Uh, Little Big Burger, Killer Burger, Cafe Yum. I like the old Spaghetti Factory. I think there's maybe some recency bias when people are talking about what chains to cover that, that maybe the, the social media feedback that's just like a product of that. People are like, what's fresh in their minds? They're not thinking of a, th- a place like Old Spaghetti Factory. So, yeah, maybe it's we... It's Portland, baby. Come on. He's right. Yeah. He's the most, you're the most comfortable man I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's like an SNL character. (laughs) Thank you guys. I love you. We love you too. We love you too. God bless you. Um, All right, fuck. He basically just told us our show sucks, but he loves us. I don't look. I don't think we're gonna get to everybody. We have a bunch of people queued up, so I, I will take uh, we'll take one more question from either side. So if Aww. you if you don't if you're at the front of the line and you don't have a banger, maybe defer to someone in the back of the line. I do really want to hear. I do want to hear from Ace of Spades guy. Though. I will hear from Ace of Spades right. guy. Someone over here. Hi. What's your what's your name? What's your question? Hi, my name's Mauricio. Hi, Mauricio. What's up, Mauricio? Hey, hello. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Uh, I had a quick uh, uh, statement, and then I wanted a question. Is that okay? All right, sure. Cool. So, Your podcast uh, sucks. This <laughs> is garbage. Um, before people start screaming, like 15 white men start screaming, I once had an overnight uh, job, and uh, they, would put, uh, they would make me um, food to eat uh, every night, and so very, I would not uh, sleep well, so I would just be kind of zombieing it out. Right. And, um, when I did that, I once, uh, one time got salad, and uh, I, in this like twilight of not sleeping, I put it in the microwave. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I loved it, baby. Wow. <laughs> Nick. All right. This is beautiful. You found your clan. You your and, flock. You and me and the spill guy. We're all going to go get drinks after the show. Um, that's a what, what kind of salad was it? I food salad. I don't know. <laughs> a food salad. All right. I don't remember much of it. I just remember that I was listening to you guys already, and by the time I finished it, I was like, "Oh, I ate hot salad." I right. A maniac. Warming it up, just like gave, like give it a little bit of kick. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You know, we have we have sautéed spinach. It definitely woke me up. Like I was like, "Oh, I can do my job now." Perfect. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. You know, so it's a good breakfast food? It wakes you up? <laughs> you don't have access you, you to the caffeine? At three in the morning, wonderful. <laughs> what was the job? Uh, I was looking after old folks that were dying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, God. This is a comedy show, right? <laughs> All right, we may be spending a lot more time together soon. <laughs> uh, and my question, just a real quick question. Yes. Uh, um, Mitch and Nick, so guys, guys, what are what do uh, Hick Weiger and Hike Mitchell have to say about? Oh this? boy! <laughs> Thank you. Last time we were up here, which was 2017, when uh-huh. we first debuted these awful characters, we did on one episode. Uh huh. We did it on someone asked, and we did it, and it ate okay. shit. <laughs> People hated it. Yeah. So well, anyway, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Hike Mitchell. I think that character was just out of breath, yeah. right? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not doing much different. <laughs> Leaning into my heavy breathing more. <laughs> Man, Portland has great hills. Fuck this shit. Uh, hey, Hick Weiger here. If a 
frog had side pockets, he'd carry a handgun. And if Sizzle Pie had more vegan options, it would be even better. <laughs> God, I give you awful. credit for attempting something. Yeah. Hike, Ugh, hike, hike Mitchell. What an embarrassment. <laughs> God. I, I already loathed this podcast before this show. I told my dad I'd make him proud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, right over here. Hi, what's your name? What's your question? Uh, hi, I'm Les. Uh, hi, Les. Thank you. Oh. So, in the history of Doughboys, <laughs> there's never been a zero fork rating given mm. for a restaurant. Wow. So, two-part quick question. What would it take for the Doughboys to give a restaurant zero forks, accepting money, because, of course, the Doughboys can't be bought? Yes. Mm. And second, do you have any memorable zero fork restaurant memories? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. One time I got splashed by Shamu, and then my shirt was This so is a restaurant soaked. review? My shirt was so soaked that I had to take it off and wear just a jacket and go to Marie Callender's, and that was really embarrassing. So that was a zero forker. You were at SeaWorld before? Yeah, I was at SeaWorld, then we went to Marie Callender's. That was the chronology. Bill, have you ever had any zero fork experiences, just a total execrable meal? Yes, I had a pizza uh, in Montauk, New York, one time, where it was clear that people had never made a pizza before. Wow! Um, because when you order, you know how you when you order a pizza with mushrooms, they're sliced mushrooms, right? Right. The pizza with mushrooms, they had opened a can of whole mushrooms, oh. dumped them onto the pizza, Jesus. oil and all, and we were like, these people have never made a pizza before. There's something creepy about this, and there was a hurricane coming, so we got the hell out quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely the beginning of some sort of weird movie. What a nightmare. Mitch, what do you think? Uh, I was also at SeaWorld. You were performing, right? <laughs> I never go to SeaWorld because they're always trying to push me into a tank. <laughs> um, I, you know, you know what? I hate to say it because I, because it's a good place, but you know the La Brea, uh, the the bread factory or bread. Yeah, I know what you mean. La Brea, La Brea Bakery. Bakery. La Brea Bakery. Yeah. I, they, they had a little kiosk at uh, LA, LAX, and I got a sandwich there, and I've been into it, and there was a rock in the sandwich. <laughs> they gave me a rock. Yeah. Like I was the rock monster from NeverEnding Story. Right. <laughs> and I would enjoy that. They thought you were a Goron. <laughs> Uh, but that that was that was for sure as as a zero forker right there. Yeah. That was that was the word. It, it, it nearly broke my tooth, Nick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know what gets zero forks? Burgerville until they give their workers a fair contract. Yeah. Yeah. And let's hear from Ace of Spades let's guy. Hear from Ace of Spades guy. As I try to, go I hope he just screams at us. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> what are your last thoughts before dying? Um. I have one e- question for each of you. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> Nick Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming you could not autofillate yourself. Oh boy. Would you rather fuck a toaster or a refrigerator? <laughs> Cold or hot, Nick? What's your choice? 
This is why these sort of questions have to be ironclad. He did not specify a plugged-in on toaster. Give me that room temp toaster. Mitch, what do you think? I would have oh. gone fridge. A lot of choices inside the fridge. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Mike Weiger. <laughs> During the first episode of this year, Paquito Moss with Dan Goob, at minute 73, you remarked that hot dishes should not be called cake. That's Mike right. Weiger, are you saying that you like cold pancakes? Hmm. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> is, is that the mayor of Portland? <laughs> as far as what this crowd loves, not us, that guy <laughs> and the fern behind you. <laughs> You love cold pancakes. You'd eat cold pancakes, wouldn't you, Nick? Uh, 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 they're not great, but I'll, yeah, you can you can eat them. Hell yeah, you would. I'd rather have them warm. Yeah. Was that? Is there an answer you can give to that, or did he just nail you? You're just nailed, right? I think I'm just nailed. Yeah, you're just nailed. Well, guys, uh, apologies to everyone we didn't get to. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for coming to the show. Oh fuck! I fucked up. I fucked up, Mitch. Wait, what? What? I remember we got the sizzle pie coupons. I was supposed to hand them out to people. I forgot to do it. It's fine. No, I just I should have done it earlier in the show. It's anticlimactic now. Who gives a shit? Throw them out to the audience and do what you're going to do. All right, great. I'm giving one to the Ace of Spades guy, and then I'll flink the other two into the abyss. All right, Ace of Spades guys. He's waving to Nick. It's truly pathetic. It's hard to throw a business card. I'm not Gambit. I'm a man. I'm a regular man. Gambit was a a man. He's a mutant. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't wound anybody with those business cards. Everyone's okay, right? Anyway, that's a free uh, slice. You sound like an X-Men villain. Gambit's not a man. He's a mutant. That's it for this episode. Give it up for Bill Oakley. Thanks to everyone here at Listen Up Portland. Thank you, guys. Until next time for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Love you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.